Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And we back. And we back. It's yeah. been a very, very long time. Jake, how was your vacation? It was long, but it was good and relaxing. Yeah. Um, you were we on went, some nice beaches. Yeah, we went to Grand Cayman, which is obviously Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. um, Belize, Honduras, and Cosmo, Mexico. Fire. Yeah. Very glad you're back. The, Coolest part of the trip, we met this guy. His name is Stu. He used to play for the New York Knicks and the Pistons. I'm showing Hakeem this picture. <laughs> the funny thing about it, so we met looks him like, like Ric Flair's great yes, grandfather. Dude, he, I, you can't really see from the picture, but this man has like, <clears throat> so much gold. It is oh, everywhere. I believe it. He's probably iced everywhere. Out. So I saw him the first day we were there. And if you ever been on a cruise, you have to go through security just like an airport. Right. And the first thing I saw or thought about him when I saw him, I was like, he looks like he was like an old basketball player because he was reasonably tall for being that old. We all know p- people, when they get old, they shrink. Yeah. So I told Tabitha, I said, that man played in the NBA. But I wasn't just, and she's like, go ask him. I was like, I'm not just going to walk up to a stranger while he's on vacation. Did you play for the NBA? <laughs> so we're playing cards one night, like out in front of this bar. And he asks me, or he says, he's like, man, you should not be out here playing cards. Go, go dance, go find something to do. He's like, quit playing cards. And he said, and treat my niece over here really well, which is funny because Tabitha's black. <laughs> he was this old white man. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> so I, and he was talking. He's like, man, go have some fun. And I said, man, I, I got to ask you something. And I said, did you used to play in the NBA? And he goes, ah, actually I did. And he said, what gave it away? I said, well, you're enormous. I said, <laughs> and I said, I've seen you in NBA stuff every time I've seen you. Yeah. Um, but the the coolest thing about the trip was after meeting him, he suggested something for us to go do, and we rented a jeep in Cozumel uh-huh. and drove around like the whole island in Cozumel. Pretty humbling. You get to see how people not live. in the U.S. live, <laughs> and that's a rich area of Mexico. Right. That I mean, it's its own island. It's really just for tourism. But even the people that live there are are pretty pretty struggling. So that was pretty cool. But it was relaxing. We were gone for like nine days. Dang. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Glad you're back. Glad to be back. Today we're going to be talking about Post Malone's album. Yes. We uh, didn't nothing didn't really miss anything while we was missed gone. some stuff. I mean, um, we could briefly talk about some of the stuff that's dropped. Danny Braun dropped two new singles. Um, X dropped uh, the Question Deluxe album. What did you think? I listened to it in the airport. The voice memos were kind of cool, like to see like how but Bro, they I, I were. They are that. just like somebody found a laptop of his and goes, put it all out there and see how much money you can make. It just kind of feels like at this point it's like yeah. grave robbing. Yeah, doesn't I, it feel like that a little bit? I like that I could kind of get a view into the creative process because it was like, okay, I'm stopping here. Like I don't think any of that was ever meant to be used. It wasn't, but it is cool to get that insight. The coolest thing I thought was the sad like the music video mm-hmm. theory where he was explaining it because that was a big narrative after his death like that that video just seemed like it was just thrown together yeah and the elements that he was talking about you can tell that who if if that music video was made post-mortem can you talk about what was said on that memo exactly i listened to it one time yeah um but he's just, he's just kind of describing some of the elements that he wanted in the music video like him fighting himself yeah. and all that stuff he did talk about that um so i mean that was cool but some of it, like, yeah, like you said, is kind of like grave robbing cash grab. It did, yeah, it just, it feels kind the of... The instrumentals take, were like, cool. Like, I think that minutes. would have been cool because now people can access those instrumentals and not have to go and listen to, like, reproduced ones. Right. So we may get some, like, X tributes. And it's, it's always cool to have instrumentals. I always like having instrumentals. Yeah. For like, I have, like, every Alchemist album that he's put out on Apple. Did because, you listen to Yacht Party yeah, 2? Yeah, I downloaded oh that for the God. cruise. Oh, my God. Guys. 
Yes. Yeah, if you're, a, back, listen, if you're a backpacker and like the New York sound. If you like Action Bronson, if you like artists like Action Bronson, if you like uh, Rocky Marciano's on here, um, West Side Gun. Uh, this was this is an incredible, incredible little album. I don't think we're gonna we're gonna review it. The reason why I say little, it's twenty three minutes, but yeah. I mean definitely check it out. It it uh, it has my recommendation. Yeah. What else? Really, nothing really big. Aside from Lil, that, came out. Little Tekka, we did we review. We Lil talked Tekka about Little Tekka, and I know the Yacht Rock came out before I was gone because I downloaded that before right. I was gone. Little Ugly Man put out Mr. Thug Isolations on iTunes. That's for me. Uh, Little Brother, May the Lord Watch, uh, that dropped as well. I listened to that. Um, Fifteen tracks. It's really good. I know. I know you've listened to the Panini remix with the baby. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, did. I was so shocked to get off the boat. It was. I felt like it was old news when I found it, but I was so right. hyped when I found it. I liked it. Um, the the music video was set to Chowder, which is a Cartoon Network yeah. show. Uh, it was fun. The baby killed that track. Though. He's been killing it. He's. I think he's kind of gotten in the little baby lane. I'm where, really rooting for him because he's from yeah Charlotte. He may get old. Like, he's kind of doing what Baby and Gunner mm-hmm. are doing. It's like, okay, hey, put me on the track. I'm going to do my job. Right. I get that money, and I'm going to bounce. Yeah. The flows are always the same, which he's new, so give him some time. He may find a, a more of a lane or niche. We'll see. It, he's. I think that's his niche. I think he's found it. Yeah. yeah I, he's Monotone inter- killer. He's Well, I, he's more entertaining to me than Lil Baby, that's for sure. Like, yeah, he, I like has, him he sounds better. I like him better than Gunner, too. Gunna, Gunna, Hakeem gave me this weird look because Gunna is like so smooth huh? to me. I do like him better than Gunna. Gunna's as a more, rapper, uh, as a rapper, yes, but Gunna's more melodic. Like, yeah, absolutely. Who, for my money, who would I rather have on a hook, the baby or Gunna? Right now, the baby. No, no, the baby. No, right on now. a hook, on a hook to do your hook. Gunna, okay, yeah, to do a hook. Gunna's, Gunna's more melodic. They they serve different purposes. I think the more accurate representation is the baby and little baby. Mm. Because I think I'd rather have DaBaby than Lil Baby. Oh, absolutely. And they both kind of could pull, like, the same amount of clout, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Lil Baby has some moments. I like this song with Future, Up the Mud. He does. He just... I don't know. He, I like boring. all three boring. of them. I like all three of them. Let's, I don't want to divide them. I think they're all kind of dope. Sorry, that sucks for Lil Nas X. That we're, it's his song, and we're just talking about DaBaby. Yeah. I've forgotten about yeah. Lil Nas X. Yeah, to hell with Lil, Lil Nas X. We'll see. Um, also, who else? Qual- QC dropped another tape. I didn't listen to it though. Who did? It's too- Atlanta, yeah, I don't think anybody really listened to it. Quality Control Volume. Oh wait, I think I had it saved here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I listened to Pink Toes featuring Gunna. That's really the only song. There's an intro with Gucci Mane's on it. Uh, pl- oh God, there's a Playboy Cardi track. I'll I'll play it for later, guys. I'll let you know how it is. Right. It's like that's a treasure hunt when you listen to Megan QC. Megan Stallion. Is on here as well. Travis Scott's on here. Maybe I need to listen to this. Young Thug's on here. It's all gonna be booty. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's literally like There's a challenge. It's a scavenger track. hunt. I know, I know. Listening but that's what albums. I'm saying. That's what we're doing right now. There is literally 36 tracks on here. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, I think the point of this was find the tracks you like. Because it's an hour and 45 minutes. And that's simply too oh, long. Oh, Culture 3. Is there that's, a... That's oh. what that, that, that's Is what that the name of the album? <laughs> that's that's what Culture Three will be like. You think? Oh, absolutely. I hope there's not a Culture Three. Is, oh, it, is that confirmed? I don't know. Uh, another thing I want to talk about: uh, Tyler released the visuals for A Boy Is a Gun, 
I haven't incredible seen it. video. Incredible. Somebody please give Tyler a movie. He's ready, okay? He's I'm his, sure he's already gotten off. His albums, his albums are essentially movies. I mean, Do this you, guy's visuals are, are off the charts amazing. Do you think he'll eventually stop doing music? Tyler, to me, whatever he goes into, I'll support it 100%. I think if he were to get kind of the infrastructure for movies, I think we would see him kind of move away from music. He has a big passion for music, though, and I I think he still wants well, to win a Grammy. He, he hasn't won a Grammy yet. Until he I wins think, a Grammy. Which he, he may get a look for, for Igor. Yeah. Um, but I think from the Zane Lowe interview, what I gathered the most is that he's, I mean, it was his words, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He says, I hear these songs in my head, but I don't have the voice to pull it off. Yeah. So I think he's going to go more into direction of music with he, his career. Well, he also said that he wanted to curate like a soundtrack, which yeah. he did for The Grinch. But I think I could, see, I could see him doing something even more intricate than The Grinch, more... Uh, just something entirely his own from yeah. the movie <clears throat> to to the soundtrack. He could do it all. So he's gonna end up being kind of viewed as Pharrell is viewed now. I think. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, his music extends beyond hip hop. So. Yeah, absolutely. And Pharrell's did too, really. Yeah. yeah. With nerd. Nerd is is by is more even. Some people would argue more like alternative rock at yeah. times. So what you know this week? So apparently there's a breed of spider called the hobo spider, and it normally bites you when you accidentally step on it. All right. Hobo spiders, y'all. Is that because hobos usually are barefooted and they were the ones prone to getting bit by the hobo spider? You also accidentally step on them all the time, depending yeah. on where you're from. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Go to like California, yeah. San Francisco area. So Chuck Norris once urinated in a semi-truck's gas tank as a joke. Jesus. That joke is now Optimus Prime. Or that truck. Oh, God. God damn. I mess up the whole joke. You fucked that. Up. That truck is now Optimus this Prime. This is bullshit. Why, what year is this? 07? Chuck Norris doesn't beat you up. Beating up Chuck Norris, he does. Yoda. Fuck that. I love a good Chuck Norris joke. I had actually not heard that one before. And that's actually in a useless facts thing. Like remember? It was kind of like them trolling themselves. Like, Do you remember the Russia ones? Like, yeah. in Mother Russia, fridge yeah. open you, or you don't open fridge, fridge open you, something like that. Yeah, those are just Habib ad-libs. God! Can we talk about the UFC real quick? We did talk about Habib winning against Dustin Poirier, did we not? No, no we didn't, because you were on your cruise. Guys, we're just not even going to get to Post Malone. <laughs> but Everybody knew that was going to happen. I don't... That D- Dustin was gonna I lose. I didn't think that Dustin had a Some shot. people were like, "Oh, he's he's gonna knock him out," and I was like, "Okay." So apparently, the next move is either Tony Ferguson or GSP. I'd rather see GSP. I know. Yeah. So would I. But everybody's like, Tony deserves the shot because they're both right now. They both are on twelve fight win streaks. Yeah. So somebody's streak has got to end. Who will it be? Isn't GSP technically retired? He is, he is. But he says that he would leave retirement to fight Habib. <laughs> no, to get the bag. That's all fighting is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, look Habib at, got paid $6 million. Yeah, look at Tyson Fury. Just, Did you watch that cash fight? Cow, no. Yo, I watched that boxing fight. That fight was crazy. He's he got only cut money open. maker right now. Oh, got, I know. No, that's not true. Anthony open. Joshua. Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, also cash cows. Anthony All Joshua, that's the guy that, that had that, like, He got knocked out to... Knockout, right? He, no, he lost to Anthony Ruiz. Oh, the... The fat Mexican. 
champion. I, I first Mexican champion. I didn't want to say Yeah, that I know. Mexican. But he, he says that he's he's the first I, Mexican I know, champion. I know, I know. So Yeah, so he beat Anthony okay, I, Joshua. I'll give you I'll give you Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Yeah, that's really that cool. rematch is gonna be insane. Why do I know so much about boxing too? I don't know that much about him. Yeah, I did see he got his shit busted yeah. open. Yeah, um that in the second round sharp. But but luckily they didn't stop the fight. Everybody kept wondering if that was gonna happen. No. So I watched that too. It came on right after Cowboy and uh Justin Gaethje fought. Justin Gaethje won. Is Cowboy one? done? No, no, I don't think so. He's just had two bad back to back. Yeah, yeah. But he had two winning before that, so yeah. you know, he'll come back. Let's get into some hip hop news. Um we already kinda of talked about Danny Brown's singles. I did not know that Q tip produced Best Life. Yes, yeah, he did. I read that on uh, YouTube. YouTube was talking about that. YouTube I'm pretty excited. It. The he seems a lot more calm than we've seen him in the past. Uh, obviously, his appearance his, is a lot more toned down. His delivery is more toned down. It's not as harsh. I yeah. think that's what put a lot of people off. Less just, cartoony. Less yeah. cartoony. Because what really put a lot of people off to Danny Brown is his vocals. It's very hard to get past his voice. But once you do, you're like, damn, this dude can really write, and he does have an ear for rap music. Uh, so I'm excited for you know what I'm saying. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, before for the next story, can we talk about Lil Pump? Yeah, that was actually the next in queue here. Fantastic! I actually want to play everybody play, play the, video. the video. I haven't, I've not seen the video. I just read the articles. Play me the video. I was at this bitch last night, right? So boom, boom, boom. The gold stairs and all that, and then the bitch trying to charge me. So I said, okay, for sure. I got some top, did my thing, boom, boom. She's like, okay, so you're going to pay me? I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, let's go downstairs really quick. Let's go smoke a blunt. Boom, boom, boom. We go downstairs. I look at her. I said, bitch, you is not getting paid from me at all. <laughs> bitch, you should be lucky to be in this house. Bitch, you in a $7 million man shit. Fuck, I look like paying ho. You going to suck this dick for free in my crib. I don't pay for no Ain't no <laughs> This just in, Lil Pump arrested for sexual assault. This, so That is a pretty clever way to curb a prostitute. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't committing no crime. That's why you get your money up front, ladies. Your Honor, I didn't pay her. That's, is that how that works? If 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 you curb the payment, it's, it's not prostitution? Defense. I guess that's his defense. I didn't pay her. <laughs> he so, knew that the woman was probably going to come out with some story, so he made it. Moral of the story is, ladies, get your money up front. <laughs> Wow. Uh, shout out to Lil Pump because yeah. nobody cares about your music. Lil, right yeah, now. Lil Pump's doing some cringy things. At least Antonio Brown's in the news to kind of make that one go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, he's on my fantasy team, though. So. He, dude, that dude's in some shit. That's a, that's he's a, okay. Not, He'll nah. be fine. He'll be fine. I promise you won't hear about it. You're, it's, all, it's all over the place. Nah, it's, did you all, see, it's not really all Did you over see the place. video of him like literally like farting in the face of his doctor? <laughs> No, 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 bro. He what? is. Have you not? Okay, so what? he got the first sexual assault allegation. Then he had a second one, and then his doctor releases or somebody releases this video. He's getting some like ultrasound done on his chest, right? So he's standing up. He's in like these boxer shorts, and the 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 doctor's like rubbing on him with this thing. And Antonio Brown just rips one. Just so what? he goes, "My bad, bro." So, so if it had just been one, like that's all right. And he's like cheesing at the camera, like obviously, like his dude from the crew is filming this on, pur on purpose. He does it again, and the doctor's like, "I gotta back up." And the doctor was like, I, I, "But doctors have people shit on themselves in front of them." 
No, no, no. Not all physicians. I understand that. I understand that. And like, you, you need to be prepared yeah. for that. Yeah. But yeah. He was it's obviously just, doing it on purpose. That doesn't just, matter. No, he's a weird. I would do that to my doctor. Fuck doctors, honestly. They put you on pro- fucking pain pills, and they don't do do anything to help your ass. You tell them, hey, doc, I have back pain. They go, oh, it's probably just just your feet. And then they they put you on a medication that doesn't work for six months, and then they go, our bad. It was the thing you told us it was. Here you go. You know what? You should have farted on him three times and then recorded it. Fuck that shit. I'll defend Antonio Brown with no. that. Go ahead, fart in your doctor's face, are you gonna, dude. Are you gonna, I approve of it. Are you gonna defend the rape? No, I don't. Too? I don't defend the rape stuff. If if dude, he's just a cringy individual, I'm sure he's cringy. But the farting in the doctor's face—that's fine. And there's all I'm these okay reports are coming out about him like not paying people for services. Like that's rich a people thing don't to do. pay for anything. Rich people get out. The rich people screw over the people they they work with all the it time. It always blew I my swear. mind. Like. When people were like, oh, here's a celebrity. Here's something for free. Yeah. Like, oh, they you have, have more money than God. Yeah. And then you're like, here's another free thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I liked him. Like, he's obviously a really good athlete, but mm-hmm. he's a weird individual. Yeah. Like, now I'm starting to view you like Tom Brady kissing his kids while getting a massage. I just don't really know what... Oh, hell, Tom Brady. Here's the... Okay. All right. Best ever. <laughs> the, thing, the thing I have a problem with is the way the news is nowadays. You don't really know what is what's true, what isn't. And then, like, the news never updates you on anything ever again. So, say, like... They have, like, sports media has not been demonizing him about it yet. No. And the other media has all this really been said is that the NFL were meeting with these two women that have made allegations. And I think they... One of them was his trainer who came to his house, and he says that their relationship was consensual. Yeah, and then What does she have to say to refute that? They're not going to release that because it's going to be... They're going to need it for a trial if there will be one. But the other one it'll was... Go, it'll probably be settled out of court, guys, because guess what? Well, With no, anything, it's not going to now because it, the NFL knows about it. So now anybody can pick that pick that up. I don't know, man. I um, just don't... I don't think... I and think, then the second one was an artist that he commissioned to come to his house, and apparently while she was drawing this portrait, he walked up behind her nude with a hand towel covering his genitalia. Genitals? Yeah. And what did he do? Apparently, he kept propositioning her for sex, and then she left. And then he didn't pay for the painting. <laughs> Just, well, allegedly did, true. Did she story. finish the painting? I guess. I don't know. How long was he standing behind her? No, like she said, at one point, he came up behind her. With what no was he? On. What was she painting? I wonder. I, I don't think it was like let me pose. Was it? Yeah, I, I think like he came to her house or she came to his house and she did multiple paintings for him. I don't think they were all supposed to be portraits or self. And he thought like if I buy enough paintings, she'll have sex with me. Well, he didn't buy any paintings, <laughs> the way I understand it. So if oh, that was but his I thought logic, he commissioned like multiple work. paintings. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean he paid for them. True. Yeah. I don't know. So Takashi six nine. Started his hearing, and not his hearing today, but he was in court for a hearing to name aliases in text messages. Wait, wait, let me just say about the Antonio Brown thing. If those girls, if those girls genuinely, if there was a, a rape or sexual assault or sexual harassment, whatever it was, Antonio Brown deserves to be punished to the fullest extent. However, it's... I don't like to demonize people before all the information's out there because and, there are plenty of examples where... People have the the news has gotten it wrong, and then nothing's ever cleared up. Will, so that's why I want to wait till there's official there's official like 
a stance from the NFL or somebody condemning him for what he's done. And I will give stuff like that, like sports media credit. They're not. It hasn't. Nobody's gone that jumped way on it. That's why I really haven't been paying attention to it. I think because he's such a big name, like the, yeah. this guy will take us. And out. that's the fucked up thing for victims. If, if this is true, could it could could there be a possibility that Antonio Brown is using his his uh, Celebrity to oh, cover yeah. this up. R. Kelly 100%. did it. Yes, when yes. he had the means so, to do it. So that's really terrible. But I think uh, society is a lot is hypersensitive about this issue right now. Yeah, and I don't think he'll he'll get away with it if if the evidence is really damning against yeah, and him. And part of it too is, like we said, that the NFL may be a little scared of him because I don't want to bring up the Kaepernick issue in comparison. But Antonio Brown does not like. Kaepernick does not have Antonio Brown money. Antonio Brown could really take down the NFL if if he got demonized for this and it were to be untrue. So I think a lot of people are like, let's just play this cool, like the Kareem Hunt thing. There's just the been so Patriots. much negative media about yeah. the NFL. I think the NFL is trying to keep it under wraps because the NFL doesn't need another hit mm-hmm. financially. No. And also the Patriots are saying we're taking it one step at a time with him, one yeah. day at a time. So that's how I want to take it. Yeah, and they said that they would not have signed him if they would have heard about the exactly. allegations first. So exactly. Let's talk about Takashi. Starts his hearing on the trial. Not his trial. His trial, I think, is 2020 is the, the placeholder for that. They said that there are things determining in this case that will be needed to be brought into the attention of his personal trial. So 2020 is a placeholder. For his trial. Mm-hmm. Um, what that means in lawyer talk is when he snitches on everybody, yeah. that will be taken into account in his case, and he will be given a sweetheart deal that those guys will shit their pants when they hear how little time is going to yeah. do, if any at all. So, Dat Piff, apparently there's a, a court reporter. and we, Now, this is not, we don't know how true this is, um, but he kind of transcribed some of what was being talked about. Question, Mr. Hernandez, where were you born? He answers Bushwick, Brooklyn. He he pretty much answered from way, the way this is portrayed. He answered every question they asked with no hesitation. Right. So he's snitching. Yeah. I think it's one hundred percent confirmed now. Yeah. Um, he did name a few people. He said Anthony Ellison has a gray suit on. Mac has a brown suit on, and I guess physically identified people in court. So yeah, he's snitching. I I don't I don't blame him. He's not a gangster. No. He's uh, a lot of the things he did when he was free were all for clout, and uh, they came and bit him in the ass. Yeah. So, like Post Malone talks about, the internet will get you. That's really what got Takashi. That's I why think, he doesn't get on it anymore. Yeah. Oh, I think J Cole said it best. Like I think of Takashi sitting on like rotting on a cot, thinking mm-hmm. about if the way he got there was worth the way he got there. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel bad for him. A little, to an extent. I don't feel bad for him. You're no, no, no. I, I think, like, if, if you could take him out of the timeline he's living in now, put him 30 years from now, like, he would be thinking, oh, shit, what did I do? Like, it, it, looking at it from that perspective, like, if I was that young. The dude already had 69 tattooed all over his body. That was the first mistake then and there. Everybody Everything else. That's now, though. No, 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 no. The number 69 from his <laughs> wrist to his fucking face. Yeah, it's a little. It's he's. What I'm saying is, you're a cartoon character. Y- you are. I would just hate to know that what I did at, at that age would be what I'd be remembered for forever. You know why you'd hate that? Because the stuff you did at that age was not nearly as bad. Well, yeah, and I can't justify it by saying, 
Okay, yeah, that was pretty fucking stupid. I have a 6'9 all over my face, but look at these bags of money. Yeah. Like, if he would have stayed successful, I'm like, okay, yeah, I look like a fucking idiot. But look at all this money. Me, I, well, really, still I was an idiot. <laughs> I remember them t- saying how much, like, when they seized all like his assets. He had, like, 10 million, didn't he? No, it was, no, it was, like, a ridiculously low amount of money. Because apparently the way this trial is being viewed, he was like the nine trade bloods cash cow. So a lot of the money that he was making, it was being was laundered funneled, through him. Was getting well, no, no, it was getting funneled to them. Mm-hmm. So he was pretty much funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, they used game. his music career to probably launder the money in drugs as well. Potentially, but the if that's the case, they weren't doing that well because the the money that they seized, at least, was was not sizable. Mm-hmm. I think it was around like two million. That's what are you talking about, dude? If that's liquid. See, they, they said assets. Oh, okay. So, like, when all, right. all of his assets were seized, I know people that have something yeah, close to that. or more. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, okay, you, you're successful, but in comparison to your peers, you're not mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. Well, let's talk, let's, let's talk about Post Malone. Yeah, let's do it. Hollywood's Bleeding. What did you think from the title? I know we kind of talked about that a little bit when we heard that was going to be the title of the album. Well... You said that you thought it was a pretty cool idea for an album I don't remember when I said that um I'll say it was like it looked like it was gonna be like a dark a dark kind of album um I thought he was gonna be talking about maybe like the industry and I don't know I thought it was gonna be a concept album but uh there were elements of that but not really it was more so just like this bitch is terrible that was the whole that was the concept the, of the album. This bitch is terrible. I, I mean, you can't be a pop star, I don't think, and make a concept album. Because you're always going to have those veers from the concept to continue being a pop star. You almost have to be like a Drake status where, okay, it's going to be hot because you're Drake. If Post Malone comes out with two or three misses, he's going to get forgotten about. But he's came, he's come out with three albums. He has hundreds, or not hundreds, um, but he has a lot of number one. <laughs> I said hundreds. He had a, he has a lot of number one hits. He was um, you know he's he's post Malone. I would say he cemented his his uh, his self in pop. I, I don't know. Concept albums are hard because you even Good Kid, Mad City. Some of the but that like, was received pools, very well. It was received well. Swimming but pools was a hit. It was a hit, but it veers a little bit from the concept. No, no. It talks about his past. It talks about the. The the alcohol, the substance yeah, but abuse not as, in his past. Not as heavily in his focus as the rest of the album. That's what I'm saying. I no, think but, that, but it's still an album at the end of the day, so it's still got to be catchy in some sort of yeah, way. Yeah, well, I'm saying... Post I don't Malone think... could definitely talk about, like... Could talk about Hollywood and the issues in Hollywood in a, in a way. Maybe in a song or two, but... I think the only one he really did that with was the first one. Yeah. And that and he, the he, first just talk, track. he just talks about the pitfalls because yeah. he says, like, this place sucks, but we call it home. Right, and it and it is talking about like the drug abuse and the fact that people are dying young. It, yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, kind of bringing up the mantra of life is a trade-off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this place sucks, but like I said a minute ago, look at all of this. Like, I have all this. Right, and w- what is the a thousand great times or a thousand bad times kind of goes along with that as well? Because he's saying like I've had a thousand bad times. What's one more? Mm-hmm. Used to have friends, now I have enemies. Yeah. Um, so you circles is a bit more of that. My bitches leave, uh, or 
you know, that bitch is terrible. That's what I'm saying. He kind of, that's when he gets away from the theme. Like, I think that he kind of stuck to it until you get to the song like that, Staring at the Sun with SZA. Die for Me too is a bit, I, let me just say, Halsey on that track, um, she was, first of all, her future did really well on that song. Also, she really does a a good job of conveying this, like, crazy ex-girlfriend kind of energy on the song. And um, I really like, admired her for that. I wasn't a big Halsey fan, but I have to check out some of her music. I gave I gave that one a, at specific seven. songs a six. Six or seven, okay. I mean, that was two superstar names. I don't. I didn't feel like Future and Halsey had good chemistry together. I liked it. I liked that song overall. I thought it was very intense. I liked the the hook on that song is particularly done very well. I love the line where he says what he said. At least I got rest when I was in jail. Right, right. Some reiteration. Yeah, of that. something about like his again going back to like this girlfriend's driving me crazy. The she they it must have been some sort of like domestic dispute. The cops get called and he says at least he gets rest in jail. Yeah. Um. No, I mean then you have like staring at the sun. This is a song, very pop. Leans away from the concept. If he was shooting for this to be a concept, did you so, like? Did you like that track? I did. But I did also have another. It's not. I wouldn't really say it's a criticism of SZA, but I feel like now that she's gotten some pop notoriety, there's been a little bit of soul kind of left her voice. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a little. I don't. It's not about the art to me for her anymore. And I don't want to sound like oh she sold out because I don't think she sold out. I just like her older music better. I want to give SZA some credit here and say that I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that the reason why maybe there's no soul as you said in in this features because of the fact that it's a post malone yeah. album and it's just been the features that we've been getting from her like they, they haven't been great they have no been i agree with the you. last album was and excellent. i'm not defending her for that i'm just saying maybe that's the reason why it's not like yeah the last cool. album was excellent so she may be like yeah. travis like okay yeah here's mm-hmm. a feature because i'm popping right now but you probably aren't going to get the top notch right right um so that may just be an example of that um I thought their voices blended well when they were singing together. Yeah, that that'll be a, if it's not. A, I don't listen to the radio, but if it's not a smash, it will be. It's SZA felt a little bit flat on the track. I really just, I really didn't think there was a lot of chemistry between them. To be honest, I just kind of felt it was a, it was a boring track. Well, I the the thing that I thought the best or the best about them as far as chemistry goes is when they sang together and they they had to layer the vocals. That's when I thought they that they had chemistry. But in that, they sang separate, I think, for the majority of that song. The weird thing about Post Malone is I feel like his some of his stuff feels a bit copy and pasted. You know, like his inflections. Yeah, a little bit. Everything feels very... Like he's trying Formulaic. to hit the same emotional note on every song. Like there's even like certain inflections. Like we talk about that shaky vibrato that he yeah. uses that... <laughs> That is that was on I'm I'm so sorry that you guys had to hear my shitty interpolation of that. But it's this vibrato that he uses and at first it was only in one or two songs on circles especially, but here it's just rampant through the entire album. And um it goes it goes to me it proves that post Malone sound and a lot of artists similar to post, it's all done in post production. Yeah. Nothing about the artist is necessarily them anymore. Yeah, by, we, by the final we can even, I'll even say that about Travis because in that documentary when he recorded No Bystanders, uh-huh. like when when they played No Bystanders after he recorded that, it didn't sound like the raw audio that we heard through the like 
vi- like the visual microphone. Right. When he and it, from the video, it didn't look like there was a big lapse in time from when he recorded it as to when they played it back. So mm-hmm. I mean, Tra- Travis is a lot like that. I think Juice World is a lot like that. Not to say he's not talented. I don't think as much. Juice World, I still f- I still hear the rawness in his voice. Trippy Red, another one. Well, you hear where the voice. Hopefully, is. we don't lose that because yeah. Stony. There was a lot of soul in Post Malone's voice. It was a lot more acoustic, a lot more focused on just his voice, and now it's more effects. Mm-hmm. And I think hopefully that doesn't happen with Juice World. Yeah, but I think and that's that's true to everybody. Once Auto Tune was discovered, and not talking about like on Tars Auto Tune before T Pain, like Lady Gaga was criticized for using it, and this was pitch correction, not just yeah. Auto Tune. So when they'd go in, if Mariah Carey, oh, you can't hit that note consistently every time. Here, you go. Here we'll blend it, and we'll we'll pitch it up for you. Right. So ever since that was, I mean, or lip syncing oh, on yeah. live concerts, that was a big deal for a while. Nowadays, like. Some now artists just play the song, yeah. and you just you know nobody cares. Yeah, now auto tunes that, and yeah, you're right. There are there was I can't remember which song I I put it on, um, but I said I feel like I've heard this pattern before, of mm-hmm. like the what what the way he said it wasn't the rhyme scheme being the same. No, but you're like I've heard him sing this. The before. way the way every song is delivered, it feels very similar, and that's I guess that's the genius of Post. You know his uh, his ability to convey. That, you know, that angsty emotion is, he does it very well. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately to me, it just, this project is very samey. There's only a handful of highlights, and it's not something, even though I enjoy Post Malone, I enjoy Post Malone for his singles. I've never been a fan of a full project, I would say. The only one that I can play start to finish and not get annoyed is Stony. I like and that's because he was he was more to me Stony. Well, to see, me personally, I can go back to Rockstar and what was the other big one on that one? Um, the one with Ty Dolla Sign. Oh yeah, um, uh, Psycho. Yeah, yeah. AP going Psycho. I didn't like that yeah. song. I liked too much. it. Ty Dolla Sign, my, my, my man. <laughs> my, my, my man. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say my boy, but I didn't. I was afraid that would get misconstrued. So. <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign will be known as my man. My man. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's it's the same criticism I had for Beer Bongs and Bentleys. There was nothing on that album really to me that was like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just some of the songs sound the same, and if there's not an element that you identify with, like you said before we started with Allergic, mm-hmm. I like that kind of like that 2005 yeah. like punk rock sound. And you can tell he's doing it, and I think he does it well. And I thought it's kind of a palate cleanser. And that's why I liked the song Broken Whiskey Glass on Stony was more acoustic. Uh, what was the other one? Feeling Whitney, where he's talking about, I think it's, where he's talking about how he can't find anybody to sell him drugs. Mm. It's a good palate cleanser for him doing a sound, because some rappers try to do a different sound. You're like, no, nah, that's terrible. At least he sounds proficient. So to me, it was a palate cleanser. And I'm like, okay, I can get through the rest of this album now. Like, you gave me something different than what I've been hearing. And that's the biggest drawback for Post Malone to me is that he can get samey. And like you said, you tune out when you listen. And that may be Post Malone's lane. Like, I don't I don't look to Post Malone for inspiration. Right. It The issue I have is <clears throat> it's uh, the fact that he just the, the albums go for a decent amount of time, you know, 51 minutes and really the only the only songs that I go back to are uh, the intro track, enemies, uh, circles, 
uh, take what you want with we Ozzy need to talk and about Travis. That. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that one. And um, probably Wow, but I liked I like Wow as a single. I, so. I'm happy that he put that version on and not the remix with Tyga. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he would. I mean, I like Tyga, and I thought Tyga's that killing it. He, well, he's doing well commercially, but I'm not messing with it. Here's the reason why Tyga's always killing it, and nobody knows it. Tyga is always killing it, and nobody knows it. He gets on two tracks. He gets on two tracks a year. They end up being some of the most viral songs ever. You can get a taste. Taste. Juicy with Doja Cat. He's on that. He kills that. Tyga's secretly killing it in the hip-hop game. Nobody knows it. Guys. Nobody cares, I don't think. Nobody cares, but guess what? He's secretly killing it, and I would like to... Just shout out like, to Ty. I like Bitch Ty on the Shit too. The one where he's on that right, Gotti motorcycle. motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. No. Bitch on the Shit too was pretty cool. And also the singles Tyga's verse on Juicy is kind of fire. Yeah, maybe Post just was like, no. Nah, just shout out to Tyga. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm just glad he put his version of the track because he didn't do anything different with Wow. No. Like it was just here I'm gonna throw some artists on it. Nothing mm-hmm. was really different. Um, and I was glad that he did put that on there and put it last because the two tracks above it I know in myself. Were the same. Mm-hmm. I, I put nothing. Nothing is bad. He, he has, in the song. I know he has a shout out to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Why? No idea. I don't. I, I don't. Maybe he he's might a be fan. Friends with maybe, them. Well, yeah. Or maybe he's he a fan. Might be friends with them. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, uh, what did you? Has goodbyes grown on you? Yeah, I, I liked that a lot as soon as it came out. Yeah. I know you didn't like it. I actually made sure to write that in my notes. Yeah. It did still. It, hasn't I was, was going to ask you. It hasn't grown on you. No. It still hasn't grown on me. I like what Young Thug did, but overall, it, it's still my least favorite single. It wasn't. It wasn't on par with the power of a Post Malone single. No, which he has. This had, is a very toned down Post Malone yeah. album overall. And yeah, he's even very toned the down. singles, even the singles are, they're very low key. They're not like, uh, like Circles is a is a bit more. As far as the singles, they were all it's like very light pop. rock. It's yeah. very odd. I I don't know what to say. Like it's... I could hear him and Khalid. Like him and Khalid yeah. doing a song together. That would that, yeah, that would go. Why not? It probably would. You're right. Um, no, it was very laid back. I think this solidifies Post Malone's transition to full blown pop. Well, well, let's talk about how lucky he is to be at the position that he is because he really did kind of make a name for himself off of cultural appropriation. I mean, off of White Iverson. Yeah. He put out White Iverson. He put out Too Young. Well, Too Young was a good track, and that kind of shows. Remember that? Remember that remix? Side. Remember yeah. that remix he did for a Fifty Cent song? Mm-hmm. Um, Window Shopper. Yeah. S- stupid hard. Nobody probably you guys probably don't even he know did that about song, that clip. Go look up Embarrassed. It's got mm-hmm. Lil B. You remember that one? Yeah. Lil B. Embarrassed baby. It's Lil B. Riff Raff, Gucci, and uh, Post Malone. Yeah. Keisha, Gucci's wife. Put that together while he was in prison. It's I think crazy. it was on East Atlanta Santa Two or something. Yep. So he's been doing shit for a while. But East Atlanta Santa Two, my favorite mixtape from his uh, time in jail. What blew him up was White Iverson. He got a lot of drawback. Like he got a lot of backlash for that. And, and then, remember how how open he was to doing media back then. Yeah. And then well, people were clowning him, and I thought for a while I was like, it, he might be gone. Well, then he came back a little bit, and I think that's partly too why he 
is kind of like he made that internet song like he has been off the internet because you remember when he said I don't listen to hip hop to cry if I want to cry I listen to Bob Dylan yeah and he, that was, he was after, getting bombarded well, with shit that was after like he was kind of reaccepted like okay well you get a pass for White Iverson because you made Rockstar or you made right. Congratulations and then you come out and say oh, I don't listen I don't look for hip hop to be emotional I I'll listen to Bob Dylan if I want to cry mm-hmm. then the, not just the people that were upset thinking he was appropriating culture, yeah. said, now you're attacking an industry. The race is outside of it. You, you're you just in it for the money. Right. And I think that he was misunderstood when he said that. That was, was taken a little bit out of context. But now, he doesn't. Like, you don't see him on the internet. Another thing about the internet that helped, something that helped Post Malone was his association with a YouTube channel called yeah. H3H3 Productions. Because when... Post Malone was getting roasted by Charlemagne, was giving him a hard time, particularly on The Breakfast Club. Hot 97 was, as as they usually are, very hot and cold. Peter Rosenberg comes in and goes, bro, listen, at first you were hot ass, but after you gave me $30,000 for my bullshit radio show and you came on my complex show that 12 people watched... Bro, now you're just killing the game. I love WWE, by the way. So, yeah, so that happened. And then everybody was just kind of like, he's going to be out of here. Yeah. You know, white guy with dreads dancing in the desert with a Bentley shooting a basketball. It was total bullshit. And then Stoney came out and people received it so well. Congratulations, does a billion streams. Post Malone solidifies himself in the pop lane. Yeah. I'm, he doesn't need hip-hop anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, he really, like, I think that's what made the internet song stick out so much to me. Like, it is kind of cheesy having the violins and making it, like, this, like, grandiose <laughs> anthem. But so I can, I mean, even, I think both of us can relate to that because we kind of, we stay off of social media for the most part. Like, I use Twitter to keep up with hip-hop stuff and right. we use Snapchat to keep but up. But I don't feel special friends. for doing that. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel the need, Jake. I don't feel the need to to. I don't to feel tell the need somebody about it. To not only tell somebody about it, but to have violins in the background as I'm saying it. If if he if it was like corn, like if he if he just said it and he's really on the internet all the time, I was I would say like, okay, this is shit. But I'm kind of giving it to him for sticking by what he's saying. Where do you see Post Malone? You said he's very pop and mainstream. He's on mass media. You see him in Bud Light endorsements. Where are those played? TV. Yeah. You're not going to see him. There's. No, I don't think he does a lot of self-promotion. Right. I mean, he doesn't have to now. No. But he is, you're going to hear him. He makes his living on the radio and on the charts. Yeah. I don't think he cares about, like, there's only but, two ways to stay relevant in music. He doesn't deserve now. to be commended for that, Jake. And also, the song is shit. Like, it's not a good song. It so may not be a good song. don't get on the internet no more. Thank what you. I'm saying is thank I'm, you, Post. But no thank you. I'm glad that if, if that's his if that is truly his vision, I'm glad that he's sticking to it. Good for you, Post, for your own little mental health for your own mental health and for your I don't even know if it's just so much that I think it is because I think it was getting to him. Some people don't really have the skin to deal with the amount of backlash that a that an artist gets. And there. I like that he said, Fuck the internet and you can quote that. Yeah. Because like we said, a lot of what he said and done has been taking uh, taking a little bit out of context. I also, for me, when people say that though, it's like the bitch way of just being like, I don't want to deal with it. You know, like it's just you didn't address any of the criticisms. And and listen, no well, matter what way you slice this cake, Post Malone could be argued as a culture vulture. Yeah, we can say that about uh, almost anybody. about everybody. And yeah. guess what? 
uh, hip hop has has been has appropriated culture from other places, like Wu Tang with Kung Fu movies. Everybody has appropriated culture. Oh, I just and thought Arabic culture has been appropriated by hip hop. Drake has appropriated culture from the UK. Everybody has appropriated Drake's culture appropriate somewhere. Culture from anybody. Yeah. Oh, the the poor Caribbean islands that have been pillaged by Drake with his fucking dance hall is is has, has to be some sort of devastating numbers. It's amazing the fact that we let Drake just steal the way he does. So it's so that new Drizzy without, Drake, but you gonna play it though? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So I I, I don't want to I don't want to hate on post. I'm gonna bring this up because I thought about this the other day. This isn't really it kind of relates to what we're talking about now, but it's not really hip hop related. Yeah. When you were in school and they were talking like about history, mm-hmm. did they not celebrate like the melting pot culture, like, like America's melting pot because all these people immigrated right. here? We all know the the song and dance. Yeah, and now it's almost like media wants us to be like that's not cool anymore. No, it's not that. It's the, the I think the melting pot concept and cultural appropriation are two different things. A melting pot concept is this, is accepting people from different ethnicities and races and cultural backgrounds and treating them as your equal. The and then incorporating elements of their culture in in your own. But uh, cultural appropriation is doing something and then I understand receiving like a, a lot of money, money for it. it. And then no, not just that though, but then not giving credit to people that are that are relevant within that culture. I mean, granted Drake has put on people like Popcon and has put on some other artists from that area. But it's very half assed and it's not yeah. like he, he puts his stuff on their albums. Or Bad Bunny even is a good example. I of think that some as of well. it too is is maybe the and I don't want to get into this argument with the character of the person too, like because yeah. we the saw intent. what he. It's yeah, the intent. we saw what he did with X, where he was exposed for lying, and he knew about right. who X was, and he was in a, in a, or a phone exactly. call and said, "Who's X? Who, who's that?" Exactly. When he knew and had spoken to him on the phone in person before. Yeah, and, so and are we going to deny like that? Said. Are we going to deny that Post Malone is not extremely melodic? Is are we going to deny that he doesn't that he makes good? Good uh, cloud rap, trap rap kind of yeah. melodies. I think no way. He, he, of course he does. I think too. If he were to have come out and been like a hardcore rapper and trying to do it, a song like White Iverson, he would have been like, "Look at this cornball trying yeah. to be a." But I think that he kind of brings in the element of folk music and country elements. I think that's kind of been too what people had eased off. I think that's why Stoney was received so well because I think it's like a take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. Like most people, when you talk <clears throat> about Post Malone. I go, I like that guy. He's 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 good. I like the singles. Or, or I like, like people nah, like the dude, singles. I don't, I don't fuck yeah. I think it's you you take it at what he is or you you're out. This is the most this is the most pop album of the three, I would say. And also I would say that this is his attempt at being diverse and it does work in some cases, you know. Um overall this is like the sampler platter of yeah. Post Malone's career, you know, kind of pick Pick the albums you like. Pick the sound you like. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna hear a lot more of this. We're gonna hear a lot more songs like the Ozzy and Travis Scott track. That w- when we saw that we were texting back and forth, and, and I said it might be ass. Yeah, but it was a lot better than I was, what I could have ever imagined. I was, I was very skeptical about that track because, like, when's the last time we've heard Ozzy Osbourne do anything? Like people outside of. Or in hip hop, like if you're just if you only listen to hip hop, you may know Ozzy Osbourne for like Crazy Train, eating a bat's head. Yeah, but you wouldn't know him from like what he did with Black Sabbath, and he. I mean, he's a legend in rock. Period. Regardless yeah. of the antics, and he was a very 
Like he's very synonymous with some of the things that like he's just very a flashy character. Yeah, and that's kind of how we're seeing rappers right now. Trippy Red, you have Lil Pump. You kind of have to have done something crazy. You gotta to have a gimmick. You gotta have a gimmick. Ozzy bit the bat head, and it fucking worked. Right. Also, I think his daughter said that he thought it was fake. Yeah, there was. <laughs> there's a lot of like, oh, it was. He thought it was gonna be fake, and right. it was real. It turned out real or something. I, I think. I think he knew it. Either playing. way, that take which the way he does that hook was incredible. He's definitely the best part of the song to me. Yeah, and tr- I, I respect Travis for giving a good feature. Yeah, but he was the weakest part of that song. Yeah, I just he didn't really fit the mood. I think it could have been done without him. I should yeah, say that. I don't think he was bad, but I think it could have been done without Travis. I'm I guess I'm glad Travis was on there, but I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent to the fact that Travis is on there. Yeah. I was happy that it was a good universe. It was a very I got good a, song. I got a ten out of ten for me. It was good. Because that that yeah. if you're gonna take a risk that big by putting a It worked. A you quote washed rap I mean he's not but as far as music like what's he done for music? He's not washed. He's, he's obviously still different, different. Just I wouldn't retired. say different, but he's just—he's retired. He's not washed. Off the radar. That's a risk. That's fine. That's a risk. That's like saying Andre Three Thousand is washed. He's not washed. He's just retired. I don't like the term "washed." You know who's washed? Hurricane Kane. You know the fuck that is? Exactly. You Hurricane know who's who? washed? You know who's washed? Lil Nas X. Soldier Boy. <laughs> Soldier Boy's never washed. Uh, Soldier. <laughs> It was about young Drake. Pretty, pretty boy swag. Oh god. Pretty boy swag. Two words. Pretty boy swag. I'm also glad that they left the guitar at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was. I hope that he gets some sort of recognition for this album, whether it be a Grammy or something, because I want to see that song performed. That would be best single or something. No, no, no. I'm not saying that would get. I'm dropping shit now. I'm not saying that would be a good. Song to be nominated for a Grammy, but if but he should perform at, the at, at some award yeah, because be cool. that would be huge to have Ozzy Osbourne perform live with with Post Malone. And Post Malone's an excellent live performer. We've seen him perform at the past Grammys, and he was excellent. Right. So I, I hope this gets some sort of commercial recognition so that that may be possibly played. I'm sure it will. I mean, Post Malone's an industry artist after all. Overall, <laughs> what are you giving? What are you giving this project? I'm gonna give the project a seven. Out of ten, I'd give it a six. I think I, I gave Stony fine. I gave Stony an eight, and mm-hmm. I think that was a little bit more. I like the sound of Stony better. Like you mm-hmm. said, this is a good sampler. Like yeah. if you haven't, if, if for some reason you haven't heard, like, I'd give Beer Bongs. Uh, I'd give Beer Bongs and Bentleys a seven, um, just because I like that one because it is more of a hip hop album, and I would say some of the interludes were, were a little more creative. Yeah. Uh, I would say this one's just a little too pop leaning for me, and it tends to have its slower moments. But overall, it's still an above average album, and um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't go like I'll listen. Stony's an essential album to me. Yeah. Like I'll listen to Stony for a while, and I, I I've listened that. to it in the last month. Yeah, start to finish. I feel that. But beer bongs and Bentleys and this one, it's gonna be a la carte for me. Like I'm gonna pull a few like Rockstar. Obviously, I could listen to the full runtime of beer bongs and Bentleys just in Rockstar. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm just gonna pull what I want from this. Uh, as expected, I mean, it it sounded. I didn't. I, when I went in, I was not thinking I'm gonna hate this. No. Because, like you said, it's a good album. You can put on and tune out. Yeah. You want to go to sleep? Put on a post Malone album. No, 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 not like that. Not like that. Like more like just a car ride. Yeah, it's album. just. You, I don't think most people are gonna glean a lot from it as far as They're daily not, they life advice. They don't need to. They don't need to. You know, you go to somebody else for that. The features were were pretty good. Also, I don't think there was a feature that was 
upsetting. And we talked about Meek Mill was a little underwhelming. I'm just glad I, I like it. That he's sticking to the non-screaming flow. I'm very excited for a Meek Mill album. Dope. Anytime I, I, I see Meek Mill featured now, yeah, the baby's the best one. That's that. Yeah, on enemies. Yeah, enemies is my favorite track. So for me, the my five, maybe five songs I could pull: Hollywood's Bleeding, uh, Enemies, um, Thousand Bad Times, I guess, Circles, and um, I wouldn't say I'm sorry, I wouldn't say Thousand Bad Times. Just Circles and um, Wow and uh, maybe Sunflower. I like Sunflower. Sunflower, Sunflower was an excellent song. Yeah, and he'll get he will get a Grammy nod from this album. Sunflower is huge in the fact that but it was it, but it was on the Spider-Man single. So it was on the soundtrack for that. So? Does that matter? Kendrick won Grammys off of King's Dead. That was on Black Panther. Yeah, but soundtrack. I'm saying like it would it count towards his album or would it count no, towards Spider-Man? I don't think it'll count towards his album. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure they split. I mean, you know how it is. Everything's like royalties are split now with streaming, but that um wow I mean, he's got some big singles that have been very popular. Yeah, this is definitely a big album for Post. Good luck to you, Post. Um, keep putting out good music. I like, I, I like it. I don't love it, but I'm here for the singles, you know. Yeah, and, and that's what matters. I think he's he's a consistent artist. I think he's proved that. Definitely. Um, what you spinning, Jake? Um, well, with being on the cruise, I don't have internet, so really, right. all I've really been listening to, I went. Obviously, if you have Apple Music, you can download stuff. Off the cloud. So I've been listening to Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, I listened to the X, Question Mark Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Not really feeling it too much. Listen to Yacht Rock 2 a lot on the cruise because I had downloaded that before I left. And then that, the Travis Scott Essentials playlist that I made from the the five major releases. Very nice. Very nice. I've been listening to Hobo Johnson, the fall uh, of Hobo like Johnson. Love it. Um, He's different. Does... He doesn't... Oh, he does count as hip-hop and rap? Yeah. Great. This is in my top ten for the year, by the way. Uh, my favorite favorite track on here was definitely um, You and the Cockroach. Okay. Go go check out that song if you guys haven't. Um, that's one of my favorite, my favorite songs off the album. Uh, definitely more spoken word and honestly made me laugh a lot, which I wasn't expecting. He's, he's a talent. Uh, James Blake's Assume Form. I've gone back to that one recently. Um, uh, Channel Trace. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Jake. I, I sent uh, I sent it in our group text. Shout out to Mikhail. Uh, there's a song uh, called Black Moses with JPEG Mafia on there. Amazing, dude. Amazing. amazing. This guy's kind of soulful. Dance kind of tunes. It's amazing. Uh, last thing here, some jazz. Joel Ross, Kingmaker, something I've been listening to. Um, there's a song, Is It Love That Inspires You? I would check that one out. And, um, I'm sorry, not last thing. This is the last thing. Childish Major, Dirt Road Diamond. That came out. I haven't had a chance to finish it yet, but um, Childish Major. So a couple new artists there for you guys to check out. Yeah, all I've listened to off of the, of the Fall Hobo Johnson was... The typical story that was a single that was out. Mm-hmm. I didn't. This came out I think while I was on the cruise, yeah. so I didn't get to listen to it until I've gotten back. But I have not not gotten a chance to listen all the way through. Maybe that could be the next one we talk about if you if you find it worth reviewing. Yeah, I mean, I, I've he's got a pretty big following. Yeah, 
Not just that. I, I think it's I, a very I knew nothing creative. about him. Dylan is actually the one who told me about him. A guy I work with, shout out to Aaron. Um, I think he listens. Uh, he told me about Hobo Johnson, and um, he showed me, I think, some songs off the rise of Hobo Johnson, which I need to actually. Is that the one that Peach Scone is on? Uh, He's got a song called Peach Scone that was very popular. I don't think it's it's not this one. No, it's not. I think it's the one probably. Pete Scone was a single in 2018. This came out before that. So. Okay. Um, so I got to check that out. But that's that's it for me, guys. Anything that's for you, Jake? That's all you got? Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll be doing Hobo Johnson next. Uh, if not, we're going to take on the 36-track Quality Control Volume 2 tape. We'll be doing Hobo Johnson. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, you know what though? I won't give Earth Gang new album. Did you like it? I haven't listened to it. I don't understand how there's been no criticism of how they made an album called Mirrorland and it's about an amusement park after Travis just put out an <laughs> album called Astral World. Like, did nobody say, y'all, maybe we should switch it up just a tiny bit and we'll call it Mirror Land, not Mirror World. <laughs> they had a song on there called called Star Looking, and they were I, like, us two on the nose. So I will say this. I'm happy. I, I listened to it, and we may talk about it a little bit, but the one thing that I did and was grateful for when I listened to it through the first time was it was very abstract, and that's how their music is. I was kind of worried. I was like, okay, this is going to be the throwaways from Revenge of the Dreamers. Three. This is going to be the, the the chopping block. Right. All the songs that didn't make it, we're going to oh, let's throw that feature on here. Let's throw that feature on here. And it was very, it was a very Earth Gang album. Okay. I, I need to listen to it some maybe more before can I can t- speak intelligently on it. But I was encouraged that it was their their traditional sound and it wasn't just kind of a redo of Revenge of the Dreamers three. The last thing I listened to by them was this album in 2015. That's the word with rabies? the F word. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. What's the the top one at the mom uh in on the eighth day? Okay, maybe it was the the album before that. Yeah, maybe so. Or rags maybe. is rags is pretty new. Go go to the next one to the right of rags. Yeah, 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 that one. Shallow graves for toys. The f bomb. Yes, that play that. Play play the beginning of that. Okay. This is what got me onto them. We're going to ride out to this, guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. Here's F-Bomb by Earth Gang. See, I came here with a dangerous attitude and I stayed here. Had me loose while I bathed here. Scrubbing up your woman's butt. Bubbles come from under us. Andre. Stir couldn't make that thunder hush. All right. Alright guys, we love y'all very much. Thank you for listening. Peace! Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see y'all!